The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Alumni Ventures. Invest with confidence. Discover the power of venture investing with Alumni Ventures, America's largest venture firm for individual investors. Learn more at av.vc. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another exciting episode of Negotiate Anything. Negotiate Anything is produced by the American Negotiation Institute. And with over 3 million downloads and listeners in over 180 countries, listeners just like you have made it the number one negotiation podcast in the world. I'm Kwame Christian, and I'm the director of the American Negotiation Institute. We're growing, and I want to introduce you to our new team members and new trainers. This will give you new and diverse perspectives on negotiation and conflict resolution. And that's why Shane Martin, our head of sales and partnerships, is going to serve as co-host of the show from time to time. We're excited to continue to provide you with the best content that will help to make your difficult conversations easier, both at work and at home. Lastly, our team conducts negotiation and conflict resolution trainings in the United States and abroad. Our trainings will give you the practical skills you need to resolve conflict, negotiate, lead, and persuade with confidence. Click the link in the description below to learn more about how we can make your difficult conversations easier. Today we're with 6-7 Radius founder, Romina M., Romina, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in. The purpose of today's show is to provide you actionable insights, tips, and practical takeaways for you to maximize your salary negotiations. We want you to land a bigger payout, and this podcast recording is going to help you do that. And I know you're going to get a ton of value today, so I encourage you to listen to the whole show. Sneak peek, Romina and I are going to role play a real-life salary negotiation scenario where one of us is hoping for a higher salary. So Romina, please introduce yourself and briefly share what experience you have in negotiations. Absolutely. Well, hi, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me to be a part of the show. I'm excited. And we do have some great information to share today with Shane. But before and foremost, my name is Romina, you guys. And weird long last name. If you see me on LinkedIn, that's me. So just connect with me. I love connecting with people, with other people. So to kind of give you a little bit brief um, background of my negotiation, you know, talent, I would say, because I kind of fell into it by accident. I come from Albania. I'm Albanian originally. I moved to America at 17 years old by myself, still trying to figure out if my parents had enough of me or loved my brother more, but here I am. Well, whenever I was young, I would say 13, 14 years old, in order for me to actually have more allowance on my monthly, my parents, instead of giving me money away, I would have to shadow my dad going B2B, uh, seeing business to business negotiation on construction items. So I kind of got to grow up with a negotiation and sales mentality. And then once I moved to America and start working car sales, I was like, okay, hold on. I think I'm into something here. The more I got into sales, the more I got into negotiation. And then later on into the HR world, I really found myself loving negotiating and loving what I do. And it's like an excitement, like people get excited when they're about to budget jump and I get excited when I'm about to negotiate. That's my life right now. <laughs> All right. So you have, you have a, a lifetime of experience with negotiating. You have over 10 years of experience in HR and in sales. And I love what you said about how you learned about negotiations. So today's all about learning about how to negotiate our salaries, how to close the person who you're communicating with per se to actually accept the requests that you're making. So in today's world, what do you think when someone wants more, a higher salary, what should they be negotiating? What should they be asking for? 
Absolutely. So first and foremost, you need to be clear why you need a, a bigger salary. If you need a bigger salary because you just had an additional to the family or you want to buy a newer car, that's the wrong reason for you to request a higher salary to begin with. If we're talking about increasing salary in a position that you currently are at, number one thing that I would recommend is see what is where your performance stand compared to other individuals in your department or maybe in your region. If you see yourself that you are at the top 10 or 15%, and if you see yourself that you are doing a lot more than what the job requirement requires for you, that's when you actually gain a right to request a salary increase. If you're not performing, unfortunately, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you probably don't deserve a salary increase because let's just be honest, we have to think of it as a business perspective as well. If I have an employee that is in a medium average and it's an okay employee, I'm not going to give that employee an, a salary increase. But if it's my top performer that keeps bringing you know, new clients, keeps meeting and hitting the metrics nonstop, I will more than happy give the top performer an increase in salary. So that's number one that a lot of employees have to also understand if we're talking internally. Wow. There, there was a lot there. So, you, so you're saying I can't just walk up to my boss and just ask for a raise for no reason? No, I mean, you can be pretty and handsome, but unfortunately that does not qualify you for a salary increase. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So what I'm hearing you say is that it's important to do your research on what other people are being paid for maybe a similar role with, a, with the same amount of years of experience you have. But what if someone doesn't know or isn't comfortable asking their coworker, how much they make. Well, that's perfectly fine. That's why there's a lot of data out there. Uh, number one, I don't think it's also morally right for you to ask your coworker how much they make. Uh, there's laws of privacy in there, so nobody can just tell you flat out. But if you know for a fact that you are a great performer at your work, if you know for a fact that you deserve more, go ahead and do a little bit more research. I had actually a good friend of mine that they were requiring to get an increased salary. They did not want to move the look, want to move the workplace. They liked where they work, but they actually went ahead through the whole interviewing process with another company for the exact same position to see what the other company actually offers them. So they went all the way all the way through the interviewing process to get an exact number because they thought they thought that the research data online was not giving them an exact number. And once they saw that there were, the other company was paying them about 18,000 more per year, they actually leveraged that, brought it back to the current employee to get 20,000 more salary increase because they definitely want the the boss definitely wanted to keep them in their uh, in their business. So that's another way that people do it too. If you're not very you know confident on research data, you can actually set an example by yourself and go through the whole process as well. Romina, this is this is fantastic. So you're basically saying someone went to explore other job opportunities, got offers, and then went back to the current employer that they were at and ask for a raise. And that's really, really powerful. I think that what you're actually, what you're really saying is options give you power Absolutely. and they give you leverage. And so if someone uh, doesn't have, let's say another offer or doesn't have the time to put into another offer because they're working so hard at their current role, what, what does the perfect negotiation for a salary raise sound like? Yeah. So what I would suggest is making a mini portfolio. 
what does that look like is all the job duties that you have to do at your job, right? All your to-do list daily, but make a portfolio of all the extra activities or all the extra stuff that you have done. Once you've done the portfolio quarterly, I would recommend at least one quarter in it and itemize it and break it down. Say I did this month, I did X activity. This is the output, the this is the feedback from X activity. This is how much production I was able to bring to the table or even just scheduling because I was able to use a new scheduling strategy. We're able to help with production and then logistically it saved us this much. So if you just do even for one quarter, build a small portfolio and I ask to sit down with your boss and not necessarily threaten them to say, hey, I deserve a bigger salary, but you can sit down and say, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I really love this job to the point that I'm doing additional things. And I'm also taking outside education. I've taken X, Y, or Z courses online and I applied it to the job. And this is the portfolio of what I've been able to do for the company just within three months. I definitely think I deserve a bigger salary. I already have proven it. I would love for the money to be a bigger motivation for me in order for me to increase my knowledge, help the company even further. At this point, I think this is a win-win situation. So I'd definitely love to see a higher paycheck. What do you think about it? I mean, if my employee came to me and said that they've done all this, I don't mind giving them an increase. Wow. I love it. So you're breaking it down one by one. You're, it, it's like you're getting very, very specific. If you're asking for bigger money, you for a higher salary, you have to be specific. You have to demonstrate that you deserve it. You cannot just show up in the office and say, hey, I think I deserve a bigger salary. If that was the case scenario, we would throw money away out of the window left and right. But again, as a business owner, because I understand from the employee perspective, but you have to change hats for, for a second. You have to wear the business owner hat. If this was your employee, what would you do? What would you like your employee to do? And then go ahead and put your employee hat back on and do exactly what the business owner would like to see. Right. So you're saying step into the shoes of the person who you're negotiating with. And I think that's so important because this demystifying salary negotiations is simply done by just approaching them as a collaboration rather than as a competition. And with that approach, I think you unlock a lot more opportunity for yourself, but also it takes the burden off of, oh, I have this salary negotiation meeting and I feel kind of cringy or, or uncomfortable with it. And I think what you're saying is by itemizing and by thinking out thoughtfully what's included and what you've been doing and what you hope to do, what extra value you can bring to the organization so powerful. And I think that it just requires work. And it yeah. boils down to asking yourself the question, how bad do you want that salary? And so let's say you've done the work, you've prepared, you've done the research, you know what people are making and you're below the average that someone in your role for the same amount of time in the position is making and you want a raise. And you go to the, your boss and say, hey, I would like a raise. Here's everything, all the research and data proving it. And they still say no. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Well, they can say no. Uh, no means next or no means try again, right? We learned this in the negotiation world. But some things that you also have to look at, are they saying no because you didn't do the right research to bring it to the employee? Or are they saying no because of the economical conditions of the business? Because you have to think about it too. As we're recording this episode, maybe you've seen the news chain, but we're going through a global pandemic right now. So maybe not a lot of businesses can actually afford to get that increase. Instead that, what you can do is agree on a trial period 
period with your boss. What the trial period would intake, it would be a 90-day trial. A 90-day, you ask for an additional assignment. And you agree with the boss that once you perform excellent at this additional assignment, you will get the salary increase. If your boss is not open to actually give you a trial, I'm sorry to break it to you, but sometimes we try to be so stagnant also in just one position alone, but you also have to look at the marketplace. Is this company a great company for upward mobility for you? And this is a question that you can actually ask to your boss. Say, okay, I understand maybe economically the business cannot afford a higher salary, but can you please help me understand what's the upward mobility process that would go through together because I'm definitely looking to develop myself. And if that boss cannot actually answer that question for you, maybe you have to look at another path as well. Because sometimes we try to stay in one company because we get emotionally connected with it too, especially if you've been there for a long time. I've been through this. It's not easy to quit on something, especially if you're not a quitter and you just try every single thing. But you have to have those conversations. You have to try everything possible. And if the boss is just not willing to work with you, Maybe do what my friend did, <laughs> go through the whole interviewing process and give them another last chance and still have a backup plan. Say, if you don't give me this, unfortunately, I have to move on. I love you guys. I love it here. But if we cannot agree on this, unfortunately, I have to move on. Sometimes we have to look at other pathways, other sources to go about, to go about it too. But you have to try portfolio Give, try to do the 90-day trial. That's absolutely very important. And if I can bring an example for my real life, actually, years ago when I was working as a collector, um, they gave out the yearly increased salary, right? And everybody was getting, you know, 50 cents, a dollar or anything. And I got told that I was going to get a $1.75 increase. And I was not happy. And mind you, I was like the highest in the department because I was also the top collector. So I sat with my manager and I said, I don't agree with that. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, this is the highest in the department. So I said, hold up, I'll be right back. And all those trophies that you see behind me right now, I brought all the trophies to the table and I said, this deserves 50 cents more. This deserves 50 cents more. This 50 cents more. This 50 cents more. And we're like $7 something. I said, but I'll meet you in the middle and I'll get $5.50 more increase. She thought I was crazy. So we went to the unit manager. I used the same logic and the unit manager agreed. So you have to use all that you've done, the portfolio, right? Your achievements, you have to leverage them. And sometimes you have to remind your boss of what you've done because not, it's not that they have short memory, but also sometimes they like to forget things that you've done also. Right. And your boss is juggling probably several different things. And so you're saying take accountability for and document what you've accomplished. Absolutely. And then when it's time to ask for a salary raise, when you feel comfortable, and you've done the research, then take the trophies to the desk, as they say. <laughs> and that's inspiring. Well, I, ho I, well, hope that, <laughs> I hope that inspires someone. I love it. Well, but not even that, but it builds within yourself. It also builds confidence if you refresh your memory of what you've done. Because if you don't keep a track of what you've done personally, and maybe sometimes you forget. So you can ask your coworkers, your closest coworkers in the workplace, say, hey, what was like the best project that you saw me do in the last three or six months? What was like one time that you saw me at my best performance within the last six months or one year? So you can ask your coworkers too, and then start creating that list. Because by looking at that, you will also before, if you were like worried and scared before going to the boss to actually negotiate, now you have a whole list. So you just start building up this inner confidence that you probably didn't even know you had. Or you start reminding yourself of how amazing you are at your job. So therefore, you do have a voice to ask. 
Hi, I'm Catherine Kanapke, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer here at the American Negotiation Institute. Did you know our company offers completely customizable negotiation workshops? The negotiation and conflict resolution skills that your team will learn from these workshops are beneficial across all professions, but they're especially useful in procurement, purchasing, sales, sourcing, and contract management. Our calendar is filling up quickly, and we even have some workshops scheduled for next year. If you think you might want one, I'd suggest reaching out soon so you don't miss out. Check out the link in the description to learn more. Also, be sure to check out our YouTube, LinkedIn, and Instagram accounts to see our daily negotiation content. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Michael Kovnat, host of the Next Big Idea Daily. The show is a masterclass in better living from some of the smartest writers around. Every morning, Monday through Friday, we'll serve up a quick 10-minute lesson on how to strengthen your relationships, supercharge your creativity, boost your productivity, and more. Follow the Next Big Idea daily wherever you get your podcasts. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and so many tools to keep track of. Doing business can be hard, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot. Their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. Higher quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Absolutely. And so there are just so many different things that you're describing that someone can actionably take to get a higher salary. We've talked about looking at the market and seeing what other people are being paid. We've talked about creating a portfolio of things you've accomplished, but also creating a list of maybe things that you can do on either a permanent or temporary basis to deliver more value to the organization, which ultimately justifies a higher salary. So let's rewind. Let's say you've done those three things Mm -hmm. and you're ready to negotiate a salary raise with me. I'll be your boss. And then you'll be asking for the higher salary. So what do you say? Hey, Shane, thank you so much for meeting me with me today. I actually been looking for forward to our meeting. So I made this amazing list of some amazing things. I would love to cover them with you. You ready? I'm ready. Looking forward awesome. to it. Perfect. So you know how I'm very bubbly and I love everybody in the company, but I also have done some really amazing things in the last six months, which I even forgot about it. But then once I start writing it down, they just popped in my mind. So I wanted to cover this with you because I think I'd be a really great asset to the company. And I was actually looking at the new department and I think that they can definitely use a manager as well. So what I would love to do is cover this with you and build a strategic plan together to maybe for me get a promotion and a bigger salary. I definitely think I deserve it. I would love to hear your feedback on it as well. Well, Romina, I'm so happy that you brought this information to me and I absolutely will review it with you. I have to tell you though, upfront that because of the budget cuts and just our whole workforce being condensed, giving raises is going to be pretty difficult right now. Well, I never put a number to it. So first let's go through the list together though. Okay. I think numbers can, it's definitely something we can work around, but I would love to go through the list together and definitely appreciate me as, as an employee too. We haven't done that in a minute. So. <laughs> well, great. Okay. So you, you are basically saying, Hey, you know, the number is important to me. I want to raise, but, but like as a boss, you cut me off before I even mention a number. Yep. So right now I'm trying to deviate, forget about the number for a second. Let's look at all this list of accomplishments. Woo. This you see what good. I did there? <laughs> I love it. I love it because it's so easy to just want to go into the, to the conversation just saying, Hey, here's my number. 
Instead, yeah. you're saying, hey, wait a second, before we even talk about money, let's talk about like what we've what I've accomplished and yeah. the value that I've that I've brung to the to the organization as a whole. And I and I also pre-pitched myself for a managerial position. So here's the thing now. If we don't agree on the money together, maybe I'll get a promotion. Higher title or a more desired title. Exactly. Because I pre-pitched myself. Hey, I would love to sit down with you, go through this. And I've noticed the new department can use a manager. So I just want to go through the list together. So I pre-pitched myself that I'm looking for a higher salary as well as I'm looking, you know, I'm paying attention to the organization. This department is growing. They can use a new manager. So I just pitched myself for it. So if you don't give me a higher salary, then I'm going to work with you to be a manager at that because not even only I get the title and then building my resume more later down the road, I'm going to prove it to you that I deserve a salary. And if you don't talking about employment and economic perspective, I can move with another company with that title because I can start another company, a bigger salary with a title. 100%. You're absolutely correct. And there's, again, there are so many different things in, in, Topics you can bring up in a salary negotiation. You can ask for so many different things is what you're saying. More PTO, a different title. Uh, there, we even have clients who create their own titles based on research at an organization. Turns out the boss didn't know that they needed someone in this position, but they actually do. And so if you politely challenge and politely address the obvious with data, with specific examples and stories of how you can ultimately deliver more value. You've really, it seems like, positioned yourself for a really great conversation where you're prepared and confident because doing all of that's going to make you more confident. And so for a moment, I just want to speak to the people who are still listening about confidence in these salaries negotiations. Most people don't always have the confidence to negotiate their salary. I've been in those situations where I don't necessarily want to because I don't want to make my boss mad or make them angry or ruffle feathers because things are going smooth. So what advice would you say to the person who is due a negotiation raise and they feel like they should have a raise, but maybe doesn't feel as confident to ask? Yeah, absolutely. And to the listeners, you might be listening to me and say, okay, Romina, you sound very confident. Like this is like second nature to you. So I love the advice, but I cannot really take it to play. Right. Well, let me tell you this, you guys, I did not have the confidence that I have right now, but I've built it slowly. How you do so is by actually, again, looking at what you've accomplished. Nobody's going to take your hand and say, hey, come with me and look at this list of the things that you've done in your life. You have to self-reflect all the time. And you have what I also do is journal. And in front of me right now is that I have a weekly blessing every week that I get a good news, I write it down. Or every week that I accomplish something new that I didn't even think I could, I write it down. And by looking at it over and over, that's how you'd be able to build your own confidence. It's your, you have to take matters on your own hand. It's your job to show the world and to show your boss how amazing you are because you are, you're a special addition to everybody that is listening to this. So write down every time that you're like, oh, I did this, this is amazing. Oh, check me out. This is pretty cool, right? Write it down. Write it down because that will add one plus one plus one plus one. 
even if you build your confidence with 1% a day, what is it? One times square 365. It's a huge number. I don't know the exact number on top of my head right now, but even just a mini thing every day, you would be able to build that confidence and everything, the confidence just by your body, how it stands, how you'd be able to talk to others. Um, another thing that I did a lot on building confidence is I started learning a lot about body language. What you can do in body language, Joan Navarro, a great book, what everybody's saying. Joe Navarro's book is a really great example from the FBI body language expert. If you try to also just learn body language and not necessarily worry about other people, but just see what confident people, you know, body stands like, start acting like that and start doing that list. And without even realizing it, you're just going to come out so confident that people just want to be with you and people just want to promote you because they would love for you to be the face of the company because you're the, the confidence just shows right away with it. So I wasn't like that. I've built it throughout the process. Do we have bad days? Yes, everybody has low days. I have days that I'm like, oh my God, what in the world am I doing, right? I'm sure everybody else does that out there. But you have to make that list, you guys. I have a pen and a paper with me at any time in my purse, my book bag, no matter what. You have to have the list and write down things that you know for a fact are going to help you long-term. Or even if you have that amazing idea, just write it down and digest it and reverse engineering it. And then you'll realize how your brain actually works as well. So this is what you'd be able to leverage things that you know about yourself when it comes down at sitting at the table at the end of the day. Ramina, I greatly appreciate the emphasis you have put on recognizing your past wins because not every win has to be a massive one to develop confidence. It's taking small steps consistently that ultimately are what ultimately seem like big steps maybe to people who are from looking from the outside in, but you know that your confidence in negotiating your salary has come because of failures, because of successes, big and small. And so what you're saying is to just go for it, right? Yeah. I mean, the, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to say no. And you just spend 30 minutes or an hour of your time talking to them. I'm sure you got one or two lessons from it. What's the worst that's going to happen? We, we tend to get in our own head sometimes and think of the worst case scenario before we think of the best case scenario. So I want you to change that mentality. If you think of the worst case scenario, you're going to see everything negative in the situation. If you try to think it at the best case scenario, you're going to look at everything positive in the situation. And even if something ne negative comes around, you're like, this is out of my table. I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to look at the positive perspective of it. Right. You're going to see conflict or uncomfortable situations as yeah. opportunities absolutely, rather than obstacles to overcome. So I really, really love that approach. And I think it's not only applicable in salary negotiations, but also just in life in general, any sort of difficult conversation that you're approaching. And so if you had to give one massive, massive practical tip for someone who's going to negotiate their salary tomorrow, what is the most important tip you would recommend? I would say start from within, prove it to yourself. You deserve it first before you go somewhere else. Because if you start from within, if you can do a self-check, a self-assessment, even if that boss or the manager tells you no, if you know for a fact that you've proven it with your work, if you know for a fact, like we talked earlier, portfolio, your list demonstrates, not only that's going to help you be more confident when it comes to the table of negotiating, but it's actually going to help you do a reality check. And maybe you are a lot more worthy than what you realize you are right now. 
So by doing that list, maybe you can do a self check real quick, say, hey, I'm actually better than I thought I was. So maybe I can go for that dream job that I was waiting on to build my resume for, right? So do a self-check reality before anything else because everything starts from within. Once you've built that from within, you can go in the negotiation table very confidently and negotiate any numbers. That's so important because what you're saying is you have to believe it first in order for someone else to believe it because how can you have a conversation, mm -hmm. a collaboration and ultimately get a raise if you don't believe it first? So I love what you said about really reflecting, taking the time, taking an inventory of what you've accomplished and ultimately what you really want and then clearly, specifically stating what you've done where you're going and ultimately the value that you can deliver to the organization as a whole, to your yeah. team, to your coworkers, and maybe just ideas on how to do that as well. If I can add something else too, if you do through the self-assessment checkup, right? If you do find yourself not being where you'd like to be, or if you do see that like, Hey, I don't, I'm actually like a mediocre employee. I'm not a really good employee. If you ask for coaching and if you ask for help, you're, your leadership team will love you because once they see that you're open to coachability and once they know that you're ready to work, you bet you will have work coming your way and you bet you will have projects coming your way that are going to push you to new limits. As long as that they know and you have that conversation, have the conversation with the boss too. say, hey, like I, was, I thought I actually, you know, deserved a bigger salary, but I was looking at everything, but I'd love to learn more. I'm open. I like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry to learn more. I would love to learn more. Have that conversation because that also is going to twist the tables to a whole nother direction as well. Right. And you're framing it not as a, give me more money. You're framing it as I'm here to help. And I want to yeah. learn how I can help you, which in turn typically leads to a higher salary. So I love yeah. that you just tied it all together. And I would love for everyone listening to be able to have the chance to connect with you and maybe ask you, about their salary negotiations and just connect with you online since I know that you love connecting with others and you have so many gifts and so many experiences to share with people about negotiations. So what is the best way our listeners can support you as we go through the year? Absolutely. So you guys can check out my website is connect with Romina. Romina is spelled R-O-M-I-N-A. So just connect with Romina.com. My last name is long and weird, you guys. If you go there, everything is hyperlinked or you can connect with me on social, connect with Romina. If you would like to listen to my podcast, Coffee with Romina, I interview professionals of different careers, ask them really fundamental questions on what it takes to go from one step to the other, to the other, to improve their life personally and their profession. So that's the best ways for you to connect with me. I'm very active on LinkedIn and uh, connect with Romina.com, yeah. Romina, this has been great. Connect with Romina.com and also your podcast as well, which will be linked on your website and on your LinkedIn page. So that's fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show and happy negotiating everyone. Congratulations, you've just joined an elite club. By listening to a full episode, you're now officially on the Negotiate Anything team. So welcome aboard. What most team members do is they subscribe to the podcast because that allows them to automatically get the latest episodes of the show. The best things in life lie on the other side of difficult conversations. Keep learning, keep practicing, and keep getting better. Your relationships will improve, your career will soar, and you'll have the confidence you need to get the most out of these crucial conversations. Again, thank you for joining the team. We're excited to have you, and I will see you in the next episode. I'll catch you later.